the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord God said to Moses, Speak to the whole Israelite community, and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. These words were addressed to the children of Israel at Mount Sinai, when, through the means of Moses, they were given the covenant by God. And these words are the key to understanding that covenant, to understanding, which the, to understanding the law which God gave to Moses, all 600 and some odd precepts. And as the new covenant, which we have received in Christ, is not an abolition of the old covenant, but rather a perfecting of it, these same words can be said to be addressed to us. And just as they were the key to understanding the precepts of the Old Covenant, so they are the precepts and the key to understanding the New Covenant. To the wor- they're the key to understanding what it means to be a follower of the Lord Jesus, to be holy as God is holy to be of God in all things. And this is a call for everybody. It's not just for monks in monasteries or nuns in convents or for deacons or priests or even bishops. It is a call for each and every baptized Christian. We are all called to holiness. This is one of the teachings of the Second Vatican Council. And as with all teachings, it wasn't anything new. It was rather a reminder of something very old, that every Christian is called to be of God and to be holy. It was found in the teachings of the little flower, St. Teresa of Lisieux, in her little way, when she taught us that all things can be a path to holiness if they are done with love. And it is found in the writings of St. Jose Maria Escriva, the founder of Opus Dei. We are called to be holy. So how are we to be holy? What does it mean to be holy? Well, one of the things it means is to live the life of the church. To pray, to do penance, and to give alms. Do you smell something? That is the smell of burning palms. It is the smell of victory. No, it is the, the smell of Lent. Because Lent is coming. Ash Wednesday is next Wednesday. And Lent is a time of holiness, of growing in holiness. Lent is not about making yourself feel bad, as if that somehow pleases God. It is not about losing a few pounds by fasting, and it is not about raising money by the rice bowl. It is about preparing for the celebration of Easter. It is about growing in holiness so that we are better Christians when we celebrate the sacred triduum than we are now. There are all sorts of things that we do during Lent. But they all boil down to prayer, penance, 
and almsgiving. During Lent, we can pray extra. Perhaps it means going to daily Mass or making the Stations of the Cross each Friday or coming to adoration or saying extra prayers with the family at home. It might be spiritual reading and study. We have a great resource with the form subscription that the parish has that all of you can access. Lots of good things there. Lent is a time of penance. You know, penance is for all the year round. We should always be trying to move away from sin and move towards the gospel. But during Lent, we do extra things. We fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. That means one meal and two lesser meals if necessary to maintain strength. Now, if fasting would put you in the emergency room or in the morgue, please don't do it. But for the rest of us, we should. It helps us lift our minds to higher things. Those days are also days of abstinence, as are all the Fridays of Lent, where we abstain from eating meat in honor of the sacrifice of our Lord upon the cross. Most people give up something for Lent. I had a friend at the seminary who was one of the monks, he was one of my teachers, Father Pascal, he would always give up chocolate for Lent. And he made the foolish th- uh, mistake of letting the seminarians know that that's what he was doing. And seminarians being evil creatures, we would all give him chocolate during Lent when he couldn't eat it. And he would acquire a nice stack of it upon his desk. And I am told that it was quite the sight after the Easter Vigil Mass when he would attack that mound of chocolate. Well, give something up. But also, I would suggest, in addition, do something extra. Maybe some extra prayers. That would be a good thing. And charity. We are always called to be attentive to the poor and to their needs. But during Lent, we double down on our attentiveness. But we perhaps should also encourage some little acts of charity, things which are known only to God. So, for example, you could let the jerk who's cut in front of you in traffic cut in front and not swear at him under your breath or explicitly. Or perhaps you might say some kind words to the person you don't particularly like at school or at work. Most especially, I would recommend to you during this time of Lent the greatest tool for holiness, which is the sacrament of confession. It is the best way to turn from sin and turn to the gospel. Far too many people seem to think that you only need to go to confession once a year or twice a year, Advent and Lent. Most of us need it more than that. And so go to confession and receive the grace that you need to become holy. The Lord God said to the children of Israel on Mount Sinai, Be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Our Lord Jesus Christ said to his disciples, So be perfect, 
just as your heavenly Father is perfect. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, 